All right, guys. So, um, do you think you can like beat up your dad yet? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think yeah. I could. I think I could beat the shit out of my father. Yes. I think purely because of like his age and a little bit of frailty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Those knees aren't what they used to be. <laughs> I honestly don't think I could beat my dad up yet, and I don't no. know. I don't know at what age I will be able to, because that dude's a hoss. Never. Never. The answer's never. Dude, he's got that old man strength. Pete Knibby, pool basketball, he goes fucking hard. Dude, if you don't come out of the pool with, like, blood, like, you're dripping blood, then you didn't play against Pete Knibby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, that dude, that dude's, he's tough. He he doesn't have ACLs anymore. He tore Mm -hmm. both his ACLs. And he's, like, at an age where, like, you're not even, like, supposed to get it repaired or something mm-hmm. like that because it's not even worth it. Yeah. And he still goes on, like, 15-mile runs every day. I'll, like, come upstairs, like, hungover at, like, 1130, and he'll be, like, making lunch at that point. Because he'll, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Dad, what, like, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I just got back from a 15-mile run. I'm like, Dude, you have ACLs, what are you doing? But seriously, the other, like, I was, the last time I was home, I challenged him to a game of basketball in our front yard because I thought I could finally beat him. Like, he's beaten me pretty much my entire life. I've watched watched him countless times manhandle you on that basketball court. Just backs me down, throws that ass in reverse, and Mm -hmm. uh, pile drives his way to the hoop. He's like LeBron. Just Uh, piles it through everyone. And so I'm thinking I got to step on the guy. He's got two bad knees. So I blow by him for a layup, lay it in. I'm feeling, feeling nice about myself. This man goes, all right, hold up. Goes into the garage, grabs his knee brace, puts it on, and then proceeds to kick my ass. <laughs> and I think he be- ended up beating me like 21 to 13. Like there was no, no relent at all. Like, he, no, he went straight Dirk on your ass. That's what he did. <laughs> and fucked my shit up. So I think, I don't know, I think dad's strength is unbeatable. Welcome back to the Nonsense Podcast. My name is Connor Conaboy, recording tonight with Grant Knipples and Jake Tacos. We've been gone for two weeks. We're really sorry. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> sometimes you just need a mental health week. We need to take a break. That's kind of what we did. And uh, sometimes you run into technical difficulties and lose your hour and a half of audio. Not- this is true. <laughs> this is true. This is definitely true. We do apologize. I know Jahan is definitely pissed. Uh, he's doing a lot of driving on the road, uh, truck driving, and he looks forward to the podcast. So no. hopefully... No joke, that actually hurt me. I was, yeah. I, as soon as we lost the audio, I go, oh no, what's like, what am I going to tell Jahan? Honestly, yeah. honestly, what are we going to do? I mean, he literally texted me three times this week, like, when's this podcast coming? I am like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am just apologize, but we're back and uh, we're, we're here. Better, better than ever, Connaboy got a motherfucking mic. We're changing oh. up our recording system production value and now we can share our screen with each other so we can get uh, some reactions to stuff yeah production next level 
Yeah. It's next level shit. Cowboy's audio sounds super buttery coming mm-hmm. in. I'm Hi, Brad. We're triple screening in a video play right now. I'm looking at mm-hmm. Jack's beautiful smiling face. And then, we got a we got a fresh try try box. We're gonna call it a try box. We're gonna make up our own try box and, and we're gonna roll it. We're, we're, we're the tripod. Without one mm-hmm. of us, we all fall. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we missed all of you and we are happy to be back. Yeah, Jack, uh, hurricanes coming in. I don't know the path. What's what's the deal with uh, Hurricane Florence? I'll tell you what, Connor boy. I'm just going to start off by saying hurricanes. What a fucking nightmare. Okay. Just what a fucking nightmare. No, 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 no. I've been fucked since Irma. Okay. I have been <laughs> fucked since Irma. Okay. Fucking. Hashtag. No, hashtag. I tried to get it going. People are so sensitive sometimes. <laughs> but, but anyways, fucking Florence is thankfully rolling up towards North Carolina. Not thankfully <laughs> for them, not for them, but for me, because I don't have to put up any more hurricane shutters because last time I did nine stitches in my fucking, in my arm. So, I mean, it's just, it's not good and it hurt. And I don't want to put up any more hurricane shutters to be honest with you, because that's half the battle. Got to save the restaurant. You got to save pizza pants, right? You got to board that bitch up right. <laughs> or, the people aren't going to get the Zod that oh, they sure. want, you know? So um, Florence is heading up towards the New York. I think it's going to hug that side right there, though. Real talk. They're going to actually get pretty fucked up. Uh, if you if you saw it today, if you saw, if you saw it today, everybody is trying to evacuate. There is nowhere to go, dude. There is nowhere to go. They're all heading west into the state i mean they're doing the best that they can it looks like an absolute nightmare but been there done that not looking forward to the next one um so i have a question um jack uh we'll let the visitors know i'm, I'm flying down to visit jack next weekend uh in beautiful miami florida <laughs> God. how is this going to affect my travels because <laughs> if i am caught on a plane in a hurricane mm-hmm. fuck me sideways I'm, yeah like you know. <laughs> um could it be i I gotta i gotta say i think you're gonna be okay personally um in regards to flying from chicago what what about everyone else yeah (laughs) yeah no no everyone else flying from north carolina and virginia out is not getting out i'm pretty sure they shut down the airports this is it's it's bad i'm pretty sure they're taking shelter inside the airport which uh don't quote me on that (laughs) (laughs) don't quote me on that i'm making up my own assumptions (laughs) <laughs> but you know you gotta you gotta roll the dice sometimes that's all yeah yeah you're a gambler <laughs> yeah but can maybe i think i'm a degenerate gambler this is true let the viewers know um uh can maybe i think you're gonna be okay all right so like when i get down there next week like what's the weather gonna be like is it gonna be like all weird still or like you don't like the weather wait five minutes that's, that's my answer michigan no that's a florida thing no it's not that's so a Florida thing. It, it rains for five minutes and then it goes no, away. Florida's more like if, if you don't like the weather, like die. You're just what, the, what do you mean? Oh, so if you don't like the fucking snow, wait five months for it to go away? What are you, <laughs> retarded? What are you, stupid? I mean, jeez. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> easy with the R word, Jack. That's not good. That's not, that's not good. I can use that. I don't, that's not me. I apologize. But, um, who was that? Who's in our Wow. No, but seriously, dude, like, that's a Michigan saying. I've heard that my whole life. I've li- I grew up in Michigan. That's a Michigan yeah. You don't like the weather. Yeah, yeah no, that's oh, you wrong. You grew up in Michigan? You think you're better than me? Yeah, you think you're better than me, too? You think you're better than me, too? You know? 
shit fuck you guys fuck you oh yes oh, oh so did you guys see uh serena at the u.s open was it the u.s open yes i think so yeah that rap yes. was bullshit yeah i think he was i think he was bullshit but i don't i feel like she shouldn't have or i don't I'm, know I'm, i think she stole that girl's spotlight i don't think she meant to i I, I think she did as well steal that girl's spotlight. That little girl is a sweetheart. That's all I have yeah, to say. But I, I think, think I think also like you know her being Serena Williams and like her fans are going to react to it. I think that also blew up that girl's spotlight. Like yeah. a normal person doing that if it wasn't Serena Williams, the great one of the greatest tennis players to ever do it, like people wouldn't have reacted as harshly. Well, and I think intentional or not there's been several happenings in tennis lately that were just pretty sexist, like by design. I, I haven't, I haven't heard those. Other I, I mean, I mean, in regards, in regards to Serena, yeah, go Connor. Well, there was that one where Serena was banned from wearing her like Catwoman jumpsuit, which was a little weird. Uh, Cause women are, I guess, support or supposed to wear skirts and it's bad for the game if they don't even though her suit was specifically for like injuries and the fact she had a baby not that long ago and is still yeah. out there fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. And like guys have had so, so much worse meltdowns and not had anything happen, but Serena was celebrated for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like who is the, isn't there like a famous bad boy of tennis with McEnroe? McEnroe. Yeah. John yeah. McEnroe. Yeah. 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 He's it's like, bullshit. he's like loved and celebrated now. Yeah, but but Serena does it. She's a bitch. I think I think to an extent, like the uniform policy is just one of those really old, stupid rules of like yeah. tennis. Like it's a proper woman and man's game. Like you must yeah. dress the proper way. I do Which, agree. Like, there is some there is some etiquette to tennis, though. Like it needs golf. to go. It's 2018. It needs to. All go. right. All right. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair, but but what I do have to say is is Roger. I watched a video and Roger Federer basically told this ref to go fuck himself, and he did not get blown off. Well, dude, and and the thing is, like, she called the ref a, a thief and a, a thief, liar. yeah, yeah, a thief and a liar, dude. Those are digs. Those are yeah. Those no, guys. that's I. I've actually I heard someone give the argument that those are like more personal yeah. than cussing at them, dude. I would, yeah, I would yeah. Would does it, does his pussy hurt? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry can we go i was just gonna say i'd way rather be called like a bitch or a fucker or anything but like if somebody calls me a thief and a liar like i think they know something real personal how dare them. you like, oh, fuck a thief ah, and a liar? what do you know that i don't yeah (laughs) oh my gosh realistically what did i do to you yeah my god i didn't know i was i was such a bother (laughs) what do you think about like the refs boycott that apparently there's a bunch of these refs or i don't know whether they're called refs or umpires saying that they wouldn't work they wouldn't officiate games with serena because this was such an outlandish meltdown it's just a bunch of fucking old white dudes with sticks up their ass. Like they're fucking <laughs> with they're still tennis off. rackets. Yeah, tennis exactly. rackets. Exactly. They're still like they have nothing else to do other than care about like the etiquette and properness of tennis. So like yeah. of course they're gonna freak out at this and because she's the biggest star on the biggest stage, mm-hmm. this is gonna get blown up. So they're gonna like, you know, try to make an example of her. I think this is also just all building off of the Kaepernick thing. I mean, look at what this guy started. 
I mean, it, it is it is basically just every you know everyone just wants to fight for their rights, and I mean, sh- I don't I just don't understand. Like, I don't think he took that away from her because she was a woman. No, I mean, she said something. I I don't understand the woman part is all because men have had so much more. Like, he's singled out because she's a woman. Like, men have done way worse. Is what she, the point she was trying to make? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, men, I, men are allowed so much more oh, to yeah. test and, the line of yelling at a ref. Yeah, just because she was a woman. And and mm-hmm. all of those guys that are saying it have been like, I've done. Not only have I done worse, but they would get warnings before anything. Right. Yeah, I do agree. But in the sport of football, in the sport of basketball, in the sport of even baseball, if you get in the ref's face, they don't. It's not like they they. Um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not like they accept what you're saying to them you get your ass fucking tossed real quick i think a lot of it was the excuse me the surrounding like outrage too like even the headlines like there was a back-to-back headline for the same night uh i think like the yankees manager got tossed and it was about how their team like won and oh this dude got ejected and it showed serena williams that called her like having a tantrum or like an outlandish meltdown which is ridiculous yeah, okay. also, Jack, with, like, that argument of, like, baseball or football or basketball, like, I mean, there's nothing to compare their getting in the ref's face to because, like, they're, like there's not a women's football league or not mm-hmm. a Yeah, game. the LFL. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> lingerie football league? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I mean, those girls are out there all on budget. Is those girls are out there balling. <laughs> is that still on? Yeah, oh, yeah. I I don't watch personally. I have real NFL football to watch. So uh, I just go, uh, if I want to see something like that, I Google it. That's really it. That's fair. But uh, moving on to the related part of this story, this Australian newspaper printed this cartoon. You guys can see it, right? Holy fuck. Yeah. It's. uh, Oh my God. it's, It's racist to say the least. That's. It is quite the caricature of that's fucking what, offensive. Yeah, what like a nineteen fifties cartoon artist would how they would draw a black person. It's bad. Like you're sure this was drawn in twenty eighteen? Yeah. Yes, it was drawn. And not only did they draw it, they defended it and reprinted the issue that was like uh, living in the PC world with a bunch of other caricatures being like, "Fuck you guys." This is just a caricature. It's like, yeah, but it's it's racist. Man. As fuck. As fuck. Australia's on some different shit. Well, and dude, look in the back. Uh what's what's her yeah. name? Osaka? Yeah. Uh white. And she is not white in real life. No, she's not white at all. She's white. Huh. She's white. She has blonde hair in that. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Uh, that's rid- ridiculous. Yeah. They made her look like fat and they drew her lips really big and her nose like that's and her hair is really frizzy are you kidding me i'm not a fan i'm not a fan and i just it should i mean it's it sucks that you can't just focus on the sport at hand if you ask me you know what i'm saying this was the reprint jesus christ yeah so uh if you like like hopefully that gets resolved i feel like we ruled caricature character caricatures how do you say that caricature yeah that's good that's it that's uh, it i feel like we ruled <laughs> racist and offensive a while ago yeah. i thought so wasn't that like the whole point of blackface too 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Australia. Uh, I, I, unless it's done tastefully and it's always sunny. Australia is, <laughs> you know, they're down under, so that yeah. this everything's bad. Hello, mate. Hello, Hello mate. Oh, okay. Hello, Hello mate. Have a little shrimp on the bob, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are we bad? Do you want to? My driver's a bit lost. (laughs) (laughs) You want to keep going with the impressions? Do your Smeagol. Ooh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Depression. (laughs) It was never good. They they told me it was good. It was. It was never good. My Kendrick Lamar is better. Hold on, let me get in the character. Yeah, it is. Uh Huh? Easy, easy. How you doing, huh? Kendrick, Kendrick, get it, Ben. Kendrick. <laughs> oh, so who, who did the impression of uh, uh, Swedish House Mafia? Oh, I, I don't know, but Grant does a really good Marlon Brando. No, I don't. Oh, Kendrick, hey, give us a little something. Give us a little Godfather no, real quick. I, I, I embarrass myself. I, I think Rab was the, uh, was the uh, Swedish there House Mafia. There was a time. And there was a time. <laughs> no, that was me. That was for sure me. That was definitely you. <laughs> 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 we spent way too much time together for you to re- for you to remember that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. There was a time. <laughs> yeah, that is that that was I practiced that way too much in the mirror, that's for sure. Yeah. Um so next topic. First week of the NFL and fantasy, I came away with a big win. Props mm-hmm. to Nathan's team. Nothing to be mad yeah. at. His team played really well. I just blew up. And the yeah. Ravens shat on the Bills. It was a great weekend. My Go brother, Dolphins. What, what more can you ask from a weekend? Mm-hmm. Uh, a Steelers loss, to be honest with you. I Watch think it. a Steelers tie is more embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi, what do you have to say about giving the Browns their best start since 2004? That's 16 years, Kenobi. 14 years, I don't know. I'm bad at math. First week was a wash. First mm-hmm. week did not happen. No one, Le'Veon didn't want to play. Uh, Big Ben dude, might have dude, had. he's out at nightclubs. Did you see that? No, no, that time? was a fake article, dude. Oh, was it actually? Yeah, dude. He No, the reason why he's I, not. I should have I sh- I double-checked my source. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you sent that to me and I ignored it because I. <laughs> oh, so you didn't actually look at it. It might be real. No, I know for a fact it isn't real. He's no. not listed on the depth chart this week because he it just he's listed as like on the franchise tag but has not signed. So last week he was on the depth chart. This week he's not on the depth chart. So people think he's like like we're getting rid of him, but. He, dude, it, I don't care. Dude, he's in it. the he's in the club tossing that salad. We talked about this episode. <laughs> yeah, <long>. yeah. <laughs> Le'Veon gives no fucks. So let's get this across here. This guy's scheduled to make fourteen and a half million dollars this year, and he's ready to throw it all down the fucking shitter. You know how much money he gave up by not playing in week one? Eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, almost nine hundred thousand dollars. Dude, you know. So it's not about money. You know how bad I could use that, dude? I spent $850 on a laptop today, and that's yeah. like 90% of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> dude, if I have like a comma in my bank account, oh my God, am I? Oh, oh it my It feels God. so good. Oh, oh. I feel like a real adult. Uh, it's so hard to maintain. It's so hard to maintain it. 
you know what's a feeling that I haven't had in years is that comma in the savings account. Oh my god, <laughs> the saving account gets above like two hundred. I'm like, I'm uh, give me that shit. <laughs> what can yeah. I buy now? Yeah, yeah. I've been working yeah. so hard saving up that money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but back to our original topic, Le'Veon. This man. It's not about the money for him anymore. Because if it was about the money, he would show up and play because he's making the second... He's making $14.5 million this year, which is the second highest paid running back in the league. Todd Gurley just got paid this year, so it's not not fair to compare to that. No. And, I mean, yes, he has the right to ask for his more money. He has the right to say his value is more. I get that. But, like, at this point... He doesn't give a fuck about his teammates. No. Nope. Because like after a after a season last year where like it was very promising, a lot of people yeah. thought they were gonna make the Super Bowl after a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Like you'd think like the team would rally together and be like, Hey, we have like a, a window to win a Super mm-hmm. Bowl here. Like, let's get in this together, let's do this together, yeah. and like be on the same page here. And then he pulls this shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think anyone had a problem with him moving, like, not going to, like, preseason and not doing training camp and stuff. They did the same thing last year. And, like, he had the right to put the pressure on the organization and shit like that. But at this point, like, he's just saying – he has enough money where it wouldn't matter. Like, he's just saying, mm-hmm. I care more about myself, which, you know, you can do. And that's mm-hmm. fine. But it says a lot about you, you know? Like, I care more about cashing in on my opportunity than helping – me and my team and me and my brothers like band together, get on the same page and win a championship. If there is one reason Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell should have gotten paid, it, a prime example is that Jacksonville Jaguar Pittsburgh Steeler game. I mean, to go out and do what he did in that football game to catch and to run against the best defense in football. I am with you that he deserved to get paid, but this is not how you respond when you're given 14 million and basically a new contract. Well, I I think it's, it's such a shitty situation all around because players hate the franchise tag to begin with, Mm -hmm. especially being a running back in your late twenties at the top Mm -hmm. of your game to get a franchise tag twice. That's For fucked. Sure. It is fucked. It is it fucked. Is. It is. And if he didn't have two prior marijuana incidents and a torn ACL, then probably that would have gotten done already. But sadly, he's got to prove himself again. That is true. I mean, like, we do have to consider he has only played one full season. Yeah, Other and seasons, it was last year, and it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Other seasons, he's had injury or been suspended. Which so, I mean... Yeah. yeah. Jack, this kind of goes to the thing we were talking about. Like when when uh, Stephen A. said Odell Beckham is the highest paid player, but Antonio Brown deserves to be. Like, I yeah. don't, just because you're the best does not mean, especially in football, that you should be paid the highest. Exactly. Like, you right. shouldn't measure talent based off that. No. Because, like, if you have to factor in markets, like, Le'Veon, we would love to pay you money. And yeah, if we the New York Giants, we would have the money to pay you in the market to do it. Yeah, but this yeah. you guys did. You guys did shoot the Dark Knight on Heinz Field, though. You had to have gotten some money out of that. <laughs> I think that money's spent and gone by now. The money is spent and gone. Okay, all right. Just clarifying. I think I think that's a really fair point. People don't take into consideration on how players get paid. Yes, just how much money they bring in to the to the team. Right. Right, like Odell Beckham, because he's in New York and because he's the star in New York, yeah, the New York Giants, 
he yeah. is going to get his market value of where he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. And obviously, if they didn't have, obviously, if they didn't have Big Ben, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, all these big Charlie Villanueva, all these players that Charlie cost over, or not Charlie Villanueva, <laughs> whatever Villanueva is on their line, I can't remember his fucking name. But anyways, you have all these players making over seven million dollars a year. You think Le'Veon would, you know, get the bare minimum with maybe some bonuses, so maybe be able to work something right. out well, for dude, the team. And, another, well, and part and that's of another it, thing. Grant, Grant, and you can you can respond to this because I think you'll have a better insight. But I'm pretty sure, also just from a Steelers organization standpoint, they don't just hand money out. They don't care who you are. Like if you're oh, not yeah. going to take their contract, it's fuck you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no. The Steelers organization has always had a like they have a strict policy of they don't negotiate contracts mm-hmm. until your contract or or with, or with terrorists. Never <laughs> negotiate with terrorists. We have not yeah. once negotiated with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> and no, there, there's never, a lot to be said for that <laughs> and that should not go unnoted yeah exactly <laughs> someone write that down <laughs> we need this on paper mm-hmm. um, but no yeah no they never like the only person they've ever negotiated contracts with before their contract ended was antonio brown which is this last year and yeah that man fucking duly noted yeah, Guy man. fucking broke his leg, came back two weeks later, caught 124 yards and two touchdowns against one of the best corners in football. I've never seen it. He had to have been on perkies. He couldn't have felt that leg. Where the I mean, did you dude, did you see Rodgers? Did you see Rodgers' interview? Dude, hold on. Let's where the fuck do you pull those stats from? Are you just making those up? Can someone no. check yeah, him I, on No, fact check that. that. All right, I'm going to fact check. check that. What, what game is it? Fact check his stats. Yeah, Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe it was like eight catches for 120-something oh, yards and two, tu- and two touchdowns. I know he had two touchdowns in the game. I don't forget shit like that. Yeah, but you said eight receptions, 124 yards. Yeah, I want to see how close I am. Obviously, I'm, I'm just I'm getting as Someone's close as I can. Someone's finally calling Jack on his bullshit. Mm-hmm. What what are the stats here, Conaboy then? For I know I'm in a fucking ball cart. I know I'm in a ballpark. Ten for one fifty-seven, zero touchdowns. You said you knew for No, no way. There's no way he caught two touchdowns in that football game. There's no way. What 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 year? Because this says last year in the fucking playoffs. Jesus. Uh, Stop yelling. Yeah. No, uh, don't well, fact check me. Well, how come this says the, the Steelers lost thirty to nine? They did. That was, that oh, was, no, they that didn't. was the, game, the second week of last year. Yeah, go to go to go the to uh, playoff game. Oh, okay. Let me check this out. Live fact check right here on the Nonsense Podcast. Fact check. Yes, yeah, so I just yes. want to call Jack on his shit. Yeah, see, guys, yeah. this is what we need to do because Jack will say things, and we do not call him out on it enough. I know. No, no, I'm accurate. I mean, one is okay. When I talk about football, I'm on fucking point. Okay, kind of boy, well, spit it. Uh, seven for one thirty-two, two touchdowns. <laughs> fuck yourselves. <laughs> fuck yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. Nice. I win. Gee, wow! Congrats. Fuck me. Wow, that was impressive. What? When it comes to football, they just stick in my head. The statues <laughs> stick in my head. You guys always do this to me. So, you know, I mean, I finally live on air proved both of you wrong. God, that was that was. Why can't you, you want to know how I know that? You want to know how I know that? I, I didn't pick them in my fucking fan duel, so I memorized the stats that day. Oh, that'll always oh, to, pu- always to punish yourself. Didn't think didn't think he could fucking run. To be honest with you. Yeah, that'll always stick in your head. 
I do want to say I am officially canceling week one of fo- football, though. It was the weirdest week. It was the weirdest week of football ever, though. I thought mm-hmm. you couldn't cancel something that already happened. No, seniors didn't want to play. It was. Canceled. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but like, no, weirdest week one ever. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints, who were Super Bowl bound last year after a Minnesota miracle. Uh, mm-hmm. They were. They're a fucking solid team. I had them going to the Super Bowl again. Tampa Bay comes out. Fitzpatrick throws what five hundred yards, four touchdowns. That was fucking Dude, ridiculous. How many fantasy points did he have? He had like forty-one, like, fifty. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And then the Steelers tie the Browns, which is like so fucking. God. Dolphins win. I think this is the only week where the Dolphins and the Ravens have won, and the Steelers weren't able to pull it off. Grant. So I mean, this might be one of those weeks where we have not seen. And, this. and both Jack and Connor pulled fantasy wins and wins out. I mean, it is. It is honestly. I couldn't be happier. I got a JHI T-shirt jersey on. I love them. Yeah, and Kenobi, you got a tough week too coming up. I know, and Le'Veon's not going to play. Doug Baldwin's hurt. Does yeah. it? Is it going to hurt more because I have Le'Veon's backup and I'm going to beat you with him? It's definitely not going to hurt less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you do that to Grant? Grant, why would you pick him up, like, immediately? No. Or, like, draft him? I draft him. Oh, no shit. Yeah, you don't remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And this was before Le'Veon didn't report. Like, we didn't know yeah. Le'Veon gonna play at this point wow you drafted him dude jack i was on the phone with you i told, oh yeah i told but, i told you i'm drafting james connor in round like 13 <laughs> in a 16 round draft for the sole purpose because dude i didn't even know Le'Veon wasn't gonna play i drafted yeah. him for the prospects of him getting hurt because getting hurt you did him. now i do remember you and then, said yeah, that out loud. I, dra- I drafted him as a handcuff mm-hmm. and i drafted him early because i thought grant would draft him as a handcuff and it turned no. out to be one of the best draft moves i've ever made they really did. So far. I mean, he's only played one game, but with 30 fantasy points. Yeah. So I mean, his, I mean, his performance, I'm not going to be like, oh, he can replace Le'Veon so oh, easily. Like, yeah. I think that's such an overreaction. For sure. Honestly. For sure. For sure. Nowhere near as good of a pass catcher. I think, I think James Conner is a very capable back, which is why mm-hmm. I have always said, and you can ask a lot of my roommates from last year, always said, I prefer to have Antonio Brown rather than Le'Veon Bell, if I can only have one. Because a game-changing wide receiver is so much, like a top-tier wide receiver is so much farther than like a top, like the median of running back is closer to a top-tier of running back than the median. If, yeah. If you have a, if, in, yeah. in the actual game, not in fantasy. Yes, 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 yes yeah, yeah. Right. If, if you have a wide receiver that can take a slant to the fucking house, I mean – that's Antonio Brown. That's Odell Beckham. That's Jarvis Landry. I mean, you need those <laughs> tier one players. Yeah, you just wanted Julio Jones. You just, oh, Jarvis! Jarvis is a top ten receiver now. You know this. Everyone knows this. Oh, yeah, he is. I'll throw him at number ten for sure. Maybe ten. Do you do you know that Jarvis Landry is was the only player last year to have five catches in every single game? That's cool. impressive. Okay, you know there you go. You know what? No, no, you know you why. Because the Miami Dolphins didn't have anyone else to fucking throw to. I mean, and you guys don't have what, a fucking running what, back. What does it matter? What does it matter though? The guy has the most catches through four seasons than any other wide receiver ever. Because He's going to crush Jerry Rice's record times as much as they did ten years ago, and he was the only receiver on their team. 
No, he wasn't. We have Kenny Stills, Devontae Parker, oh, Jakeem Grant. Oh, I'm, oh, Kenny Stills. Oh, Kenny Stills. Yeah. Check tape, Connor boy. Check I fuck, tape. I fuck with Kenny Stills. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah, he gets a lot of points one week. He'll go nine weeks with catching one ball. Not while Tannehill is under center. Bet, bitch. You still believe in Tannehill? Oh, 100%. If he doesn't tear his ACL, we kick the shit out of you in that wild card game. <laughs> what was that? Because we kicked the Because, no, two years ago. And we kicked the shit out of you the year that earlier because J.J. ran for 200 yards on you. So I, I wasn't worried about that game. I was worried about it when I found out Matt Moore. But who won in the playoffs, bitch? You fucking concussed my quarterback and they threw him back in the game. I think... So that didn't answer my question. Uh, NFL protocol? I don't know. I think go to ahead. end this segment, we should always go back to uh, how many Super Bowls do the Dolphins have? How many do the Ravens have in the time that they've been in the NFL? I think the and Dolphins have the two. Have? I think the Dolphins have two or three. Well, the Steelers have six, which is the most of any team. Yeah. But for you. since 1996, yeah. Ravens have two. At least, you've, at least you both have been alive to Trending see one. As long as, as, long, as long as Tom Brady's in my division, uh, I forever will have trouble sleeping at night. Cowboy, I'm not, I'm not like, yeah, sure, congrats on the two Super Bowls since 96. Yeah. And I'm not really worried about the Ravens anytime soon. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. They look good. They look good as shit. Are you serious? I don't know. Dude, you're tied the fucking good. Browns, and you're talking shit about Yeah, them. yeah, this is true. <laughs> but the Steelers always come out so weak week one for some reason. Wait, okay. And then they, they tear shit up. After week four, mm-hmm. and it was rainy, and Ben sucks dick on the road. That's true. Sucks. It's, it's concerning. It's a fact. You you play Big Ben at home. Did you boys watch the game a little bit? Because Ben looked mobile. He looked a little mobile. Ah, I saw his three interceptions. I saw his three interceptions. That was you it. know why? You know why? Because the Browns, they were shitty throws. No, uh, yes, they're absolutely. <laughs> but the Browns never stuffed the box not once. They're playing more cornerbacks like than than normal because they weren't too concerned about James Conner. Sure. Not to take away from James Conner, they were just oh. saying. Le'Veon Bell's breakaway ability is much higher than James Connors, which is fair. So they so they put out more DBs, causing for more interceptions. Not giving yeah. Ben any excuses, he did suck ass. But I just had to throw that out there. Yeah, fair. I just got an ESPN update that uh, Antonio Brown apologized for uh, tweeting a threat at an ESPN reporter. <laughs> I would not apologize. The Steelers, for that. the Steelers are falling apart. Turning <laughs> into a circus, dude. So now we're going to move on to a new segment that we're doing where we use our professional movie critique skills and put them in a segment for all of you guys so we can tell you what to and what not to watch. Because on this podcast, if you don't agree with us, you're just wrong. Our first movie that I will be reviewing is Hot Summer Nights. Um, starring Timothy Chalamet, who, by the way, has been one of my favorite actors since like 2014, and I've been calling his come up since then. So, mm-hmm. oh, humble just, brag, humble brag, humble brag. But there, I always, okay. Yeah. Granted, there was nothing humble about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah and I yeah, and I found Harry Styles. <laughs> you did find One Direction. That's a good I one. did. I did. Yeah, we're we're Directioners here. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, one erection. Back to the movie review. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so I'm going to read the IMDb description, then I'll kind of give my own synopsis because I don't think they touch upon some stuff, but just to give that. So circa 1980s, a sheltered teenage boy comes of age during a wild summer he spends in Cape Cod getting rich from selling pot to gangsters, falling in love for the first time, partying, and eventually realizing that he is over his head. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So basically what happens, Cape Cod in this, it's, it's in this town where like typical nice town where the people that actually live there are kind of poorer, like more, I guess, stereotypically white trashy. And then the other half of the population are the rich summer people that have their summer houses there. So basically it's that where the town's kind of split in two. Uh, Timothy Chalamet's character gets sent to live with his aunt in this town for the summer after his dad died and he started acting out super awkward kid he meets like the town like badass the town drug dealer who's like a younger kid uh and then starts selling weed with him yeah and then basically during that entire time he's also trying to bang (laughs) his sister his partner his drug dealing Mm. partner's sister because they don't talk to each other and they're kind of estranged so he doesn't know that timothy timothy chalamet is trying to bang his sister they're dealing drugs together Pretty good. And the whole timeline centers around this hurricane that's coming, which is also pretty topical. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jack, you can relate to that. It's almost like the movie's about you. Honestly, <laughs> honestly I'm definitely giving it a watch now. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, like, the timeline is, like, when they first get there, it's, like, so many days out from the hurricane or whatever, and then it ends with, with the storm. I won't give mm-hmm. the ending away, but basically that's what the movie is. Um, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Do you guys first? Do you guys have any questions about it? Yes. Yeah, so I just want to real quick. I just want to say to all the boys I love before. I know we're not on this, but you did say something about it. Phenomenal film, Cotton Boy. I thank you for that. That's all I wanted to say. Well, I, I just wanted to gas. I just wanted to gas you up a little bit. To all the boys I love before, phenomenal oh, film. Right. Phenomenal film. Thank you oh, for that. Thank yeah, you for and that. So for the listeners, that was our original first review that we mm-hmm. recorded last week, but we lost mm-hmm. that audio and. Grant and Jack were giving me shit for liking that movie. Yeah. So I'm very glad to hear that. I did enjoy it. Thank you. But yeah, yeah. Grant, your question. I was just going to say, so like this whole story is like the timeline surrounded around this hurricane coming? The the summer. It's the timeline is the summer. So is it like a, is his main goal to bang the sister or to sell a lot of drugs? Calling it like banging his sister was an awfully crude way. Like he actually likes her. So it's like, so there's plenty of fish in the sea. It's it's kind of. <laughs> I don't think there's an answer to that because I think the movie's more about it's this young kid who really is just kind of in over his head. So I don't think there's really a goal. I think he's just doing shit, which yeah. is kind of like the era of that time, I guess, is what it's trying to point out. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I don't know. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of envisioning it as like a beat the clock, like he's got a yeah. Before, Ooh, be, yeah, before the, before the world's end. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. What, what kind of that movie? That sounds like that? a movie I'd be more interested in. You would, you would watch a movie where in the beginning they would be like, all right, dude, it's 24, but for banging. Yeah. Dude, that, <laughs> that, is, that is true, though. That is no. true, though, Grant. Hurricane season is a big time, especially in Florida, when you're bored yeah. up, bored, yeah. nothing to do. Scared. Get yourself a hottie. It's that, you're yep. scared. It's that I might die set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs companionship at the end of the world. There you go. There you and go. Conway, I think you're onto something with this whole 24, but the uh, uh, like the 
mission is sex. Are you telling yeah. me we should write a screenplay? I smell, I smell a, screen, a screenplay coming up. I think I do. Should I call Ron Howard? all right all right it's up there it's i'll shoot him an email i'm thinking of m night Shyamalan. we have to have that Shyamalan twist at the end especially because we can set it up because there's the clock so people obviously know there's going to be a significant end but Mm -hmm. now with Shyamalan, yep boom boom it's his mom what (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah what Oh, um, some whole Oedipus shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, let's uh, mm-hmm. let's let's take this off podcast. We don't want people stealing our ideas. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a. Re- I just put a patent on that just Jahan. now, Jahan. <laughs> Jahan, I miss you. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, the movie shot really well. It's very like moody indie aesthetic. Um, Timothy Chalamet is obviously, I'm biased. The acting was really, really good. It's an all young cast. Um, do you guys know who Maya Mitchell is? That might be the only other actress that you guys might know. She are? Yeah, I've seen her in some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maya right. Mitchell's in that. Um, so it was good cast, good acting. The story is okay. Like, it's, it's definitely a good watch because of how it's shot and, like, the acting's mm-hmm. really good. But overall story is iffy, like just the screenplay. Yeah. Um, is Maya Mitchell the girl he tries to bang? No, is the girl he tries to bang's friend? I think. Oh, that's okay. kind of disappointing. Yeah. yeah, my best friend's sister. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So entertaining. It's definitely worth a watch if you're into like these kinds of movies, like more mm-hmm. indie production type stuff. Nothing revolutionary. I would give it a six out of ten. Yeah, six out of ten. All right, all right, all right. That's solid. That's not the worst. For reference, what is like your ten? Yeah, hmm. that's tough. For, to for, for me, it's like Shawshank. I was gonna say Shawshank. Like I literally yeah. was gonna say yeah. Shawshank. I think. Well, I mean, yeah. we we think alike. I mean, you and I. <laughs> yeah. I do love you. Shawshank. I'll, I'll give The Wolf of Wall Street a nine just because that's just. No, right, I'm well, serious. We differ, yeah. we differ on that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh, all right. Actually, actually, though, also up there, though, like to all the Dark Knights and stuff. Like those get nines. Like The Dark yeah. Knight, like with, with yeah. Heath Ledger, that's a yeah. nine. That's a straight up yeah. nine, nine and a half. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. And for superhero movies, it sets the bar. Yeah. Wow. I mean, The Avengers, though, I mean, I would give. Infinity War Part One, honestly, more than an eight. I mean, I throw I've never said with an eight and a half. Oh my god, it's so that. fucking good! It's so fucking good. Dude, I don't. I'm not that into superhero movies. They're oh, all. It doesn't insane. matter. Like you don't need to. You don't need to be really good. Spider Man's always been good, but anything other than that, I've never really yeah. been into. I think well, Christopher would. Nolan. Oh, yeah. What's that? I think you would enjoy some of it. Like, I think you'd enjoy uh, a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think oh, yeah, so funny. The we saw that together. Yeah, we saw that the first one together. Yeah. We are so high. <laughs> uh, I'd like to plead the fifth, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, no more questions, please. Um, yeah, so all around, good movie. Give it a watch. Um, I don't know what it's on. I rented it, so who knows? All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the the tips. All right. Moving on to possibly my favorite podcast episode to ever exist. Elon Musk, our Lord and savior Mm -hmm. on the Joe Rogan podcast. 
God, was that legendary or fucking, fucking what? For one, it's legendary internet just because of the memes that came out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, oh. just I, I, Elon Musk doesn't do a lot of long form interviews. And the fact he's kind of doing these, like he did another interview and factory tour with uh, Marquez Brownlee, who's one of the biggest tech YouTubers that does reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of like outreach lately. It's been pretty weird, but super fascinating to like get a look inside his mind and stuff, especially on issues he doesn't normally talk about. Like drinking whiskey with Joe Rogan, who is one of the best like conversationalists ever. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor, I just want to say when you, you, I asked you once, uh, I believe it was in Baltimore, if you could meet one person, who would it be? And your answer was Elon, Elon Musk, right? Or what was, was his name? It sounds like. And, 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 and that's what you said. And, and I didn't know why until I saw that man hit the J. That's all. And all my questions, all my questions were answered in that very moment because he probably came up with a new fucking car. Dude, yeah, so so my things about that, one, I love that he smoked a joint. I think it's fucking hilarious, and it's a very Elon thing to do. Fucking legendary. What I don't like is that, one, like, dude, every headline was about that, and people were, like, making fun of it in either saying that, but and overlooking the fact it was an incredible podcast where he was talking about artificial intelligence, the future of humanity, different dimensions, how social media affects people. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was a, an incredibly fascinating podcast, and people yeah. were like, "Oh, the dude smoked a blunt." Yeah, hits one J. Forget about everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes one puff. I will say uh, this was a headline read out of me. I don't. I did not look into it, but I read like or I saw one headline that was like talking about how Tesla workers are tested for like marijuana, and like he's just out here like smoking it. Like it just yeah. shows how like normalized. Like, oh, that is pretty. Yeah, and, like that is it pretty hypocritical. Like well, they should take away that shit. Like if, if well, well yeah, no, there's. Uh, I don't think they should, for the sole reason, like I've talked to my dad about this because factory workers, it's hard. Like I, I agree that it gets like a little classist to do that, and sometimes even racist, depending on the factories. But there is a reason why, like actual factory workers, get tested pretty regularly. For there's, safe, more, there's a higher for safety because yeah. they're operating yeah. machinery and shit like that. Yeah, I do believe that Elon Musk also, came up with Tesla. Is there also? I mean, I don't know if the, it's the assumption or the fact. Is it that they are more likely to abuse substance? I I mean, it could be. My my perspective of it would be: no matter who's in that position, they better not be high. Yeah, but it, for but sure. It, but but it very well could have been that reason or end up being that reason just over years of doing it. Yeah. But I think that's at least the original thinking behind it. Right. Yeah. All right. That's fair. You ended up listening to a couple minutes of it, Grant? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of it. I mean, I I think he one, like watching him in an interview is really funny because he moves like really fucking He's- weird. Like, I'm gonna say majestic. I'm gonna no, say it's no. almost majestic. <laughs> he moves like he's an alien or like a like robot. And like I don't yeah. think he is, but like I kind of think he like tries to play that character a little. No, bit. dude. I just I think it's just he's that eccentric and like he's yeah. not by any means a normal person. Like no, not at all. He is so much better than all of us. Oh my <laughs> god. No, no, I, no. As in better meaning like the more intelligent, productive serve humanity kind of better 
Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like not, DiCaprio. You're not uh, going to say DiCaprio's think, better than you. All right. Well, I got. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to say anyone's better. I'm I'm my own person here. I don't need. All right, all right. But are you saving planet Earth? No, you're not. Yeah, yeah. It's not better (laughs) guy in terms of like he's like actually better. It's like just kind of yeah. No, no. Like he he contributes more to the world than I. Yeah. No, Grant, you're funnier, hands down. Don't don't get me wrong. I take you over him any day. (laughs) And you know what, Jack? Your your word means more than anything. Exactly. I mean, if there was a bus and Elon Musk was, you know, and that was kind of you, I'd push you out the way is all I'm saying. I, I would. I too. <laughs> been friends for 10 years. Well, I just wanted to get, I just wanted to get it we off. had to but, clarify. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, no. You, you were honestly probably my sister. <laughs> oh, that's far. That's too far. Uh, sorry, Nina. Uh, Sorry, you know we do love you. We do love we you. Do love you. So, hey, she, we got to pick her up from the airport too. Remind me. Uh, <laughs> remind me. I will leave her there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there, there's one part that they talked about that I think one we can actually speak to with some knowledge of because that interview was mostly over my head. Um, but they talk about social media and specifically Instagram's impact on people and like their happiness. And they're talking through like just how everything is so curated and humans have this tendency to compare and their baseline is based off of what they see. So things are just getting worse because everyone's curating stuff on Instagram. They see this person that's, you know, pretty and happy and they think, oh, well, I'm not that good looking and I'm not that happy. Uh, and, And then they get sad about it. That's basically what Elon was saying. And I think that's a fascinating point that people have been talking about for a while. How do you guys feel about that? Like with Instagram and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting conversation. I think, I think you can definitely like just as a person yourself, like you can kind of feel the effects of that, like the pressure of Mm -hmm. like living up to all the time. Yeah. And like looking at other people's like lives through Instagram, you're like, shit, like my life fucking sucks. (laughs) Like, you know, know? so like you're all like, you're always having to constantly compare and it's just a big game of one-upping and one-upping and one-upping. Yeah. Clout. Yeah. It's all about that clout. And And frankly, like getting likes or people like responding to shit or favorites is fucking amazing. It does feel good. It feels great to get that feedback. Feels great. What I have a question real quick for you guys is do memes and stuff like that take away from like the actual issues at hand because like kind of everything's a joke now when you think about it i think that's why memes are great yeah i think it's i think it's made trolling culture nicer absolutely like it's a way okay, to troll like a stupid trend or something you know like it's and as as much as people want to shit on trolls trolling is so much fun also, oh, like, it's, yeah, that's why I'm on the internet. That's why I'm still on Twitter because I fucking love when people just troll, troll, troll. I yeah. Love yeah, that that and Becky's Instagram, uh, where she's just letting it all out too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, like me and uh, me and my roommate Brad were talking the other day. Yeah. Like one of the new like trolling trends on Twitter is just like when somebody tweets like a weird like like stupid like emotional thing that's supposed to like be to everyone it's like oh yeah like love everyone respect everyone like they'll just quote the tweet and be like oh yeah baby oh yeah yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. i just think it's so 
fucking funny. I, dude, funny. I, I think it's funny that you do that because I like those tweets. Like the, the original ones. <laughs> no, I mean, and like they're a great message and stuff. I just think it's funny to, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I totally get that. Funny. Trolling's hilarious. It's yeah. just to get a reaction. Exactly. Yeah. I dude, love and- when people, just watching people react to a troll, there's nothing better. Dude, it's i feel so bad just because it's so bad it's so it's so toxic to get enjoyment out of like oh i just pissed you off yeah, <laughs> yeah like I, I saw an instagram post today and it was a picture from like the movie airheads or whatever and it was like did you know these three celebrities were in a band before they were actors and like somebody quoted and they're like this is a fucking movie stupid and then, like <laughs> he quoted he's like wow did you wake up the smartest person in the world no <laughs> I was just like, God damn it, you fucking idiot. You guys suck. Yeah, but do you guys, like, have you felt that of feelings of constantly, like, either wanting to put out something? Like, Grant, for you, do you feel any pressure when you've tweeted being like, oh, is this funny enough or going back and deleting tweets and stuff? Or is it pretty much free fire for you? Um, With Twitter, it's pretty much free fire. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I definitely like... Because it's not even under, like, attached to your name whatsoever. It's not even attached to your (laughs) name. So you're an anonymous troll. And, like, and I, like, yeah. And I, like, have, like, a pretty, like... I have, like, my friends on... I have, like, Twitter friends, you know? Like, I have my crew on Twitter that, like, I tweet to, and I know it'll play to that audience, so I don't really care what else I say. But, like, with with Instagram, yeah, like, you know, you're looking for those looks, and, like, you don't want to, like... I don't want to put anything out there that you think will like play poorly. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It feels weird. I constantly, I mean, it's good. It's a good thing. I have Grant, you know, if I post something that, you know, is, is a little <laughs> bit on the edge or whatever, he is the first one to um, oh, let I me know. know. You I know, take that shit down, Jack. You look like an idiot. So, uh, I don't know. I think you stop, stop singing in the car and posting on your My Story. You know what? You know what? I'm a singer. I'm a fucking singer. No, I'm not saying because he's bad at singing. I'm saying because that's dangerous. You are driving a car. Oh, yeah. No, no, definitely. Don't don't spin that around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't turn that around. (laughs) Like, I'm not like the top five best singer, I think. I never said you were a bad singer. I'm just saying that is dangerous for you to be driving out. It is definitely dangerous. Jack, you should. Also, no, you suck. Jack, you should start a musically. That'd be funny. I think I could. I think I definitely could. Um, yes. I think I, I. I mean, as soon as these braces put everything together and my falsetto no, 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 reaches no, no, its dude, full peak, dude, musically has a younger crowd. Keep the braces. You'll fit in. Keep the braces. <laughs> the braces will work. Huh? Yeah, they'll they'll play uh, really well. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll tinker. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll play around. You know what I'm saying. No, what I thought was uh, really interesting about that conversation, though, Colin, was. Um, how they were talking about how just like Google, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, like it's all just us teaching computers exactly how to behave like humans. Yeah. And then it's like, there's nothing we can do to stop it. No. We've given them. You you seem concerned and I'm sitting here like getting really excited about that. I'm (laughs) I'm pretty sure Knibby doesn't use ATMs. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Um, okay, you do now. Okay, everyone, I'm, I'm just saying you did go through a phase. I I would prefer to get cash back at a Walgreens or something like that. <laughs> but ATMs, yeah, I use them. Um, but no, kind of boy, that scares the shit. I mean, you're not scared of robots? You trust robots? I'm scared. For sure. Why the fuck would you trust robots? You've seen iRobot. 
Dude, that was a documentary. Because like, it's like the next stage of evolution. And it's not going to happen in our lifetime like a takeover. Yeah. I don't, I don't think robots should take over humans. I don't, I don't I didn't say that. that. We, I think we could coexist. So does Elon. I agree. Um, I don't know. I've seen too many, uh, too, <laughs> many, AI too many movies. movies. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, that's a fair point. I, I and, mean, like, dude. Ex Machina, well, Westworld, iRobot. Well, dude, and like his, his point of it um, is he's been, he's been trying to warn people for a long time, like very aggressively about dangers of AI and stuff like that. And then you have the other side of it with Mark Zuckerberg being a primarily one primary one just being like whatever like you you don't fucking know there's there's legitimately like a an exchange where i forget who says it to what but one of them accuses the other one of just not knowing what they're talking about that's really (laughs) that's funny i i don't know i just like i think it'll be very frustrating that like let's say we're 60 70 years old and robots are around and Mm -hmm. on the earth um it's gonna be very frustrating being an old person and rightfully being skeptical of the robots and all the young people just being like, you're old and crazy. Like you don't know technology. <laughs> and then the robots will turn on us. And then all us old people will be like, look what you fucking told you. Yeah. I, I will robots. give Grant, I will give Grant credit when it's due. There are no movies where robots taking over, you know, works out well. Yeah. I robot was a documentary. So was the matrix. Did it work? None of those worked out well. Way, way to throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah. Matrix. I still need to watch those. Dude, Keanu Reeves plays the same character in every single movie. Except- uh, I'm sorry. Dude, his Whoa. acting, it's the same. Have you ever seen Hardball? No, I haven't. Okay. Then yeah. So actually, actually, though, actually, though, Replacements. The Replacements. Yeah. Great, great movie. movie. Great movie. Great movie. Don't you ever hate on Shane Falco, Shane Falco for one fucking, yeah, yeah, Shane Falco. Falco in for the score. (laughs) And they, that kicker from England that just rips goals. (laughs) What a motley crew. That was a great movie. (laughs) All right. Now we got a new segment that we'd want to test out because we think it's funny and we ran it back last week and it was pretty funny. Uh, It's called, News as told by Jack and Grant, where I read them headlines and ask them what they're about. And if they're close, they get a, if they're close, they're right. Or I just like their answer. They get a point. And at the end we have a winner. So it's very biased. If you ask me, I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the game, but, but we're going to play. It's very biased. <laughs> no, 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 know your audience. Yeah, fair. Exactly. That's fair. I play the game, Jack. You gotta play to win. All right. Yeah, Grant, uh, the headline is Boy Impaled by Metal Meat Skewer to the Head, comma, attacked by yellow jackets, makes miraculous recovery. Grant, what happened? So what happened is the boy he works in a meat shop with his uncle, uh Roberto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, accidents happen in the in the kitchen. He takes a skewer to the head, uh, runs outside in panic or whatever. And you know, there's a whole hornet's. He runs into a hornet's nest, gets stung mm-hmm. by hornets. And what people don't know is they actually used to use yellow jackets as um, medicine techniques. Like you've seen The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. when the baby gets sick, they put the the hornet on his chest and it stings him. He's better. So there's a tiny amount of heroin in every yellow jacket sting. So um, 
he got injected by so many stings that he was actually legally high on heroin, thus curing his pain from the skewer. And they were able to take it out, no problem, patch it up, and he was good. Because, you know, like heroin's technically a painkiller. So this is true. I really like that answer. That wasn't what happened. Uh, really? But I could have sworn I read it. I could <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Who's to say? Oh, <laughs> uh, you kind of boy. That's why you're keeping the answer. <laughs> um, so what actually happened is this little boy, I think he was like seven or eight. Um, so he didn't work in a meat shop. Otherwise, there would be another part of that saying underage boy. Okay. Um, he was climbing a tree in his backyard when he got attacked by yellow jackets and fell off the tree on head first onto the ground onto a meat skewer that was sitting by. I don't know why meat skewers are near trees, neither here nor there. But the, uh, the skewer went straight through his skull, missed every vital. Like there was no even like internal bleeding in his brain. They had surgery. Dude's completely okay. And it was, the skewer was like six inches outside of his skull all the way through. I like my story better. Where you get I did like Greg's story better. Because it wasn't .edu or .gov. It wasn't real. I learned that one. Okay, you know what, Grant? You get a point then. Fine. Fuck you. Yeah. Right, hey. <laughs> I guess part of the game is now telling a better story than what actually happened. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. He gets a point. All right. All right, Jack. Uh, your headline, straight A student stabbed to death with steak knives in the middle of class by possible love rival. Jack, tell me about the love triangle situation. Ooh. This was in Michigan, uh, by the way, right outside of Detroit. Really? Okay. All right. So I'm thinking here that, you know, that, that he's, he's, you know, he's with this girl, you know, specifically, you know, just to get the answers, you know, to copy the homework and, you know, just to pass the class or whatever. Her friend, finds out you know and and no meanwhile he's sucking up with a friend on the side the one he actually likes but Dang, this chick right dog. here she's just getting all the answers from because this poor guy just wants to pass the class you know so so this dude's getting straight A's and getting laid i imagine i imagine there's there's something going on here so so i'm thinking that she finds out the one he's copying off of and and just gets a little PO'd and uh, gets a little carried away with the stabbing. And who did she stab? The boy or the other girl? I am thinking it's the boy because, you know, I mean, it's, it's always the guy. Uh, I mean, that's actually fairly accurate. They don't have like as detailed as that. But basically what happened is two girls were friends and they uh, and they had apparently been falling out over dating the same boy Ooh! so the older friend pulled out a kitchen steak knife in class and stabbed her friend twice in the chest jesus yeah so you you both get a point that was pretty accurate other than who was killed fuck all right well i guess yeah, that was that was actually really close jack <laughs> yeah good for you all right one one fuck hit me with the next headline cone grant your question, or fuck, your headline, the invisibility prank is freaking kids out. Grant, what's the invisibility prank? So I've seen a couple of videos of this on the internet. Um, I know what it's all about. It's when uh, they do 
the magic trick on the kids where, or they like tell the kids they're going to make them invisible or whatever. And they get the whole crowd in on the prank. And uh, so when they take the blanket off the kid, the whole crowd freaks out pretending they're invisible or whatever. And the kid freaks out. But the deeper story here, Cowboy, is these kids are falling for this prank because of incredibly high jeweling rates. Nicotine has taken over their brain. They are now literally just so brain dead, so dumb, that they legitimately believe they are invisible. Like, kids think they're in, invisible. How, how old are these kids? Seven to 14. Mm. And... Um, <laughs> Hey, 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 he's not allowed to interrupt me. He's not allowed to interrupt me. Yeah. That's part Jack, of the rules. Jack, yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to be a good ref and I- issue a warning rather than just docking you a point. I apologize. I apologize. Thank okay. you for your equality. I mean, I didn't really have much else less other than saying that jeweling is causing the children to be so stupid that they legitimately believe they are invisible after this prank. So that's all I got. So, uh, correct. I don't, I can't say a hundred percent sure. Uh, the second part of your answer is correct, but I can't definitively say it is wrong. So Thank you're, you. you're definitely going to get the point. I will give you an extra point. If you can tell me the show where that prank originates. Fuck. I watched it. Or, or the guy who does it. I'll take either one. Well, I know David Dobrik did one. That was a really I'm, good one. Yeah. But he wasn't, he wasn't the one who originated. I watched the fucking show. Shit. It wasn't Nathan for you, was it? No. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done now. It was uh, Justin Willman on Magic for Humans. Oh. Netflix. I think show. I might have just saw it on YouTube then. Yeah, it's a it's a really good Netflix show. I would actually recommend it. He's a super good magician. Have you guys watched that uh, Dark Tourist video or uh, show on Netflix? Love it. Dude, you watch the uh, one that went to Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah. You told me that you knew one of those chicks. Yeah, dude. The bar's right around the corner from my house. I went there the other night. Did you do the tour? No, nah, I haven't done the tour yet. But like, you can get like it's like an old bar, and they have like Jeffrey Dahmer me- like memorabilia hanging up, and like <laughs> memorabilia, get, yeah, memorabilia, action like, figures. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you can get bottles of wine there for like twenty bucks, and you can like buy cigars there. So like, it's pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. And there was a lady reading cards, but I wasn't, I didn't want to do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Jack, uh, your headline, which actually is pretty connected with Grant's correct answer, your headline is FDA takes historic action on youth e-cigarette epidemic. Ooh. Jack, what's going on with this big hit to the vape community? Big hit to the vape community. I'll tell you what, is that the the younger kids are vaping in the bathrooms, okay? The kids are, the 15-year-old kids are taking their vapes into the high school bathroom, and and they're underage, and they're vaping with them because vaping's hot right now. Vaping's cool. I get it. But you should not be vaping under under the age of 18. It's, It's honestly, I mean, I have a vape, you know, I got a vape. I like my vape. But, you know, you're 16 years old and, and, and you want to take it in the bathroom. I mean, you, these kids got to get cut off. Mm-hmm. So what were the actual actions? <laughs> I don't know. Ban jewels from schools. Uh, that was actually incorrect. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of correct. But so basically the FDA uh, announced that they had sent out 1,100 warning letters to stores for illegal sale of e-cigarettes to minors. 
issued like 131 fines and are basically issued warnings to like the four companies that own a 97% market share. Yeah, that's wild. That, 97%. Yeah, that if they don't, uh, if they don't like change their marketing practices and separate themselves, that they might like force them to change how they market kind of like normal tobacco. And they might also make them ban all of the like flavored ones. Like you can't do like cookie or candy anymore. Yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. So, I mean, you're kind of right. Real spit though. Like how do you like think, I don't know. Like, I think I'd rather if, if my like little sister, I mean, she's in middle school. So like, it's not, I don't, I hope it's not happening anytime soon. But like, if she were to say like, Hey, like I smoke jewel, like I'd be like, I'd rather you do that than smoke cigarettes. Like, yeah. Yeah. I but guess we don't know the long-term effects of it at this point, but well, yeah. well it's, it's the, uh, it's just the methodology of like kids getting addicted. Like it shouldn't be one yeah. or the other. It's like, it's cause, so cause yeah. Cause it's more of not that it's there, but there's the whole thing of they kind of promote it to be that accessible. And I think Mm. that's the issue. A lot of people have. Yeah. It's so available. Like, and, and because it's like anytime, anywhere. I I vape on the plane. I vaped on a plane. Yeah. It's fun. It tastes good. That's illegal. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So, um, Jack, since I don't want to tie, I'm going to say no point and Grant gets the win. Oh, <laughs> this is why I hate this game. <laughs> Nibby from the corner. It's good. It's good. It's good. Cows win. Moving on to, oh, did you have something to say? No. no. <laughs> so, um, moving on to a more somber little bit. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Mac Miller dying and kind of like, I don't know. I feel like he was a really influential artist for a lot of kids in like our age, our generation. So I, I always think it's a little bit weird. Like when a celebrity dies, usually like Prince, I was, I was kind of bummed cause like that talent, but a celebrity dying has never been like fuck more than Mac Miller, which is weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was reading like an article the other day about it and it was like, this is the first one that's like, it's our, death you know like that's our that's our guy like like michael jackson yeah bummed uh tom petty yeah bummed prince bummed about it but like we didn't grow up on that like yeah uh, mac miller was like directly our like middle school high school like it was all those years was like mac miller and like there wasn't a white kid in 2010 that wasn't wearing mitchell and Ness snapbacks and like yeah 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 like like, you you cannot lie to me everyone's swag in 2010 was based off mac miller yeah so like this was a this was a really this one was a really Dude, I I remember uh, the first time I had ever gotten like my learner's permit and I could drive on my own. I took my dad's car and I didn't have an aux course. So I was just playing it through my phone and was just blasting Blue Slide Park. It was fucking yeah. dope. Yeah. Me and Steven were talking about the other day. We used to drive around in his dad's car and listen to the best day ever over and over yeah. and over again. Like that's such a vivid memory for me. And it's just... It's weird, dude. And, like, and and cause he was like, dude, he's four he was four years older than us. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. and like he also mentioned like he oh, wasn't like like yeah, he was he 
was like the anthem to our high school years but like he didn't I, I get I mean I didn't listen to him as much later on but like he didn't like stay in that like goofy corny frat rap stage yeah that, like his that, new like, Sammy, right like that like Sammy Adams stayed in and shit like that yeah. and, like air like you remember air from high yeah. school yeah for sure those, those guys never got out of that goofy corny rap, frat rap shit yeah. but like Mac like evolved as an artist and like mm-hmm. honestly at this point I don't think there's any white rappers in the game left really anymore that are like actually like putting on like g easy like he's a like a lot of people like him but like he, he's not like respected that same much with like machine gun day. and like yeah. yeah machine guns he has his cult following and yeah. eminem's washed up i guess like the closest thing you could say at this point is action bronson and like yeah. i like his music but i feel like the only reason he's well like, he, he's is not, he's like, he does a lot of other things and he's not even close to being like mainstream mainstream no. No, he has a cult following as well. Mm-hmm. What what really did it for me was uh, I, I I moved to uh, high school grants grants uh, kind of boy you know the story we were new and and I just played baseball just to make friends I mean that was really it and, and you know Grant and Stephen and all my buddies they had their own little thing so I'm sitting about five you know just four or five chairs in front of them and they're just. I, all of a sudden, I hear, I want to get a mansion, a jacuzzi, the white man movies. And I just was like, what is this fire right here? What is this gas? And from then on out, I mean, they just bonded with it. And it just hurts, you know, just sitting on the bus as a kid listening. And now, not no more. I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy to think from like an outside perspective that he like his music is such a big part of like kids, like so many fond memories at some point that song or whatever was there. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Do you guys think, uh, do you think that like that kind of music that we were listening to in high school and college and even, you know, up until like our earlier mid thirties, do you think that time period of artists and music is going to impact us differently than like, if we really fell in love or, or I guess with an artist in our forties or fifties, cause it's more like stable time and you're less, I guess, impressionable. I think, um, I don't know. I think that music for me is very nostalgic with that. Mm-hmm. It was like, that brings me back to like a time of like high school. Like we didn't have any responsibilities. We didn't have a lot of care in the world. Care in, yeah. Yeah. You know, care in the world. Like we just were, we just did whatever we really wanted to. And like, that was, the music we listened to during that time that was relevant to what like we were doing. Obviously we weren't like getting mansions and jacuzzis and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like Kool-Aid and frozen pizza. He was just was, talking about what he wanted in a song yeah. and he did it. It's so like, it was, it was dope. It was relatable. It was a guy that was relatable to us at the time. And like looking back at that time, it's very carefree. So I think like, I think it's more impactful. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that makes a lot of sense because it's it's that way where it's that more impactful or even maybe like it's just attaching to that single feeling, so carefree. And then maybe if you were like having a downtime and you found like an artist like Frank Ocean, if you found him when yeah. you were a little like depressed or something, he's the fucking goat. Yeah. I feel like you'd have that connection with like those different things. It's pretty yeah. Cool. Or like Kid <laughs> Cudi for a lot of people like mm-hmm. going through that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's I just. I love cool. the way you make me feel. I love it. I love it. Still good vibes only, Mac. We missed you. And we love yeah, you. man. That, that's that's a very tough one to swallow. And yeah. I'll miss him. Yeah. So to counteract the mood of that last bit, we are going to end every show from here on out with a segment called 
Grant gasses his guys. Now, you guys know, you know, you're not always, <laughs> you're not always running on a full tank. Sometimes mm-hmm. you, you need a little help. You need a little pushing to get to the uh-huh. gas station. You need some yeah. gas to fill you up. Well, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. If uh, you, uh, you need some gas in your tank, shoot us a message. We'll, we'll gas you up. We'll get you. Mm-hmm. Grant, uh, whose tank is getting filled this week? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go ahead and fill up my good buddy, Nathan Camrat. Yeah, the dude needs some gas. Mm-hmm. He can stop by my gas station anytime. We got mm-hmm. diesel, we got unleaded, we got premium, all mm-hmm. for the price of friendship. That ninety-seven. Yes, I love this man more than anything in my life. And I'll tell you what, he's probably out of all my friends, he probably has the best smile I've ever seen. His teeth are impeccably white. Yes. Honestly. He's had a like a tremendous beard since probably freshman year of high school. Like I don't know what he does if he uses one of those straight edge razors or what yeah. his beard's amazing. His hair's amazing. I literally called him the other week cause he updated his profile picture. He was like wearing a suit and stuff. And I called him. I said, hold up, hold up. Are you, are you interviewing for a movie? Because I swear to God right now, you are the sexiest man. on earth. <laughs> and he said, no, I'm not interviewing for a movie. That's just, that's just a flex. And yeah. I respect the hell that flex. And I will not let it go unmentioned that his mom makes the best cheese dip. I have ever had oh, from 2012 to about 2015. I ate that shit every New Year's, mm-hmm. and that shit was amazing. So mm-hmm. thank you, Mrs. Del Vecchio's cheese dip. Mm-hmm. Nathan, I got your gas right here. Hope you have a good week, buddy. That's all the time we have. We will catch you guys next week. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Anchor. Do all that stuff. Um, yeah. Bye, guys. Namaste. Namaste. I never take a day off, work around the clock, my engineer getting paid off, rock like Ace Up, like the weed and take off, so high cannot see, ate off, now I got these rappers all breaking up a sweat, cause every time I get up on the mic I come correct, and I learned it from the best, always dressing something fresh, looking for a little dime, big button, nice chest, yes, they heard I used to rock guests, but now I'm rocking clothes that ain't in the stores yet, travel back in time, I'm in a vortex, trying to make a workout, think I need more Used to take a bus, now the boy board jets Cause kids got me bustin' like a fucking hornet They say I got next, tell them that I got now It's all Disney, boy, my family proud Make them say L, make them say O The hoes that tell me yes, the same ones that tell you no Whoa, I ain't just an average Joe Way above the average flow, boy, my life is most dope No matter where life takes me, find me with a Complaining when it's